0: Cap of Sunday's readings, it's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight is from the wonderful Father Bill Moissant at Resurrection Parish in Tualatin. Rise up in splendor, Jerusalem. Your light has come. Rise up. Stand up, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a metaphor for all the people. Rise up, stand up, because your light is here and the glory of the Lord shines upon you. The people have been living in darkness for centuries and then the Messiah came for them, a light to the world. We hear about that light coming with the birth of Jesus. The Gospel of Matthew this morning, Matthew says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea So he's making a geographic description of where he was born. He wasn't born in another town. He was born in Bethlehem. And not just any Bethlehem, but Bethlehem of Judea, which is about seven miles down the road from Jerusalem. It's an actual place. When did that occur? The days of King Herod. During the reign of this king, a historical figure Jesus was born. The first manifestation of Jesus was to the Jewish people in the person of the shepherds. So we heard at Christmas time, Messiah was born and laid in a manger, and the angels went to go find somebody to be a witness, because under Jewish law, events had to be witnessed in order to be true. Had to be at least two witnesses and three was better. And so the angels did. They went out. The only people they found awake were shepherds out in the field outside the city. So they went and told them that Messiah had come. Quick, you've got to come into the city and witness this. You have to see it. So sure enough, the shepherds came into the city in the darkness, even though they weren't supposed to be there, and they searched for the child laying in a manger. The second manifestation of Jesus is to the Gentiles, an event we celebrate today, the coming of the Magi. In Greek, the gospel says, Magoi apo anatolon, Magi, from the place where the light rises. That's what that means. English, we translate it as the east it's where the light rises. Magoi. They were very important priests. They came from Persia. They were followers of Soriaster, who was a prophet for the pagans in the 6th century B.C. And according to his teachings, the world was in a great battle of good and evil. And they studied the heavens in order to see how this was going so the Magi were Zoroastrian priests. And one day, when they were in Persia, which is over by what's now Iran, they saw a movement in the sky. Something was moving. What was it? It looked like a star, but it was traveling. And so they pack up and follow it. Let's see where it goes. So that followed that star all the way to Jerusalem. Could have been a journey of up to two years in order to make that journey on foot or on horses or camels. But as we heard in the gospel, they arrive in Jerusalem and ask the question, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Where is he? We saw a star, so we know that's what that indicates, is that a king has been born. Where is he? Well, that was big news to King Herod, since he was king of the Jews. Not happy news either, because he did not like competition. And so the Magi meet with King Herod, and he consults with his scholars, and they look into the prophets and say that the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem of Judea. It's just down the road in Bethlehem, seven miles down the street. And so here it says, uh, why don't you go look for him and if you find him, you come back and you tell me because I'm going to go do him homage. Yeah, he'll know how to take care of that competitor. And so the Magi leave for Bethlehem and they see the star again and it's still moving and it takes them to where the Christ child is. He's in a house. It's not in the manger. That's been long ago. This could have been up to two years later. And so they find Mary and Jesus in a house. Joseph is very likely there because the culture would not have allowed three men or how many there were be by themselves in the room with a woman without, adult, without male supervision. So Joseph is certainly in the background. And so they come in and do Jesus' homage to recognize him as the new king of the Jews. And they give him kingly gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so now it's time for them to go home. And so one option was, let's go back to Herod and tell him what we found. But in a dream, they're told, no, don't do that. Instead, you find another way to go home, and they did. The third manifestation of Jesus, we celebrate tomorrow in the baptism of the Lord. Usually through the years we have baptism of the Lord as on a Sunday, We celebrate that, and then that's the end of Christmas season. But because Advent was so long this year, that it is tomorrow on a Monday, baptism of the Lord. So tomorrow evening, with evening prayer, Christmas season is over. And we enter ordinary time. When you come next week, it'll all be green. And we'll be in that ordinary time until Lent. But we celebrate the manifestation of Jesus not simply to the shepherds or to the magi or or to the people around the River Jordan. We celebrate his manifestation today to us. This is a now celebration. This is occurring right now. That Jesus is being manifested to you in a new way. Through the Gospels, through the Scriptures, through the sacraments through the community, through the church. This is a new place we have never been before. We have journeyed through Advent, through the Christmas season. Now what do we do? Have we learned something? Have we picked up new behaviors? Have we become more like Jesus? Have we put that time to good use so that when the Christmas season ends tomorrow evening and we enter into ordinary time, We do it in a new way, a new way of thinking, a new way of treating other people, a new way of being. Because if it didn't make any difference, what was the point of it all? Why would we do Advent and Christmas journey if it didn't matter? So it's important that we recognize how we have changed. It's okay to grow. It's okay to be different. It's okay to change our minds, see things in a new way, treat people differently. Look at the movement of God in our lives. It's okay for that to happen. And then we're called to return to ordinary time, just like the Magi, by a new way. Don't go the old way. Don't go back back last before Advent started. Keep going forward. So like the Magi, we too move on into ordinary time. We don't do it in the old way because we return to ordinary time by a new way. And that is our homily highlight from Father Bill Moissant, pastor at Resurrection Church in Tualatin.